lost yeah. it last time. Forgot to take the slide out. Yeah, take the piece out. He's, he's trying out. to take a big piece. Yeah, I know. It's going to be Hit it! show folks two lonely boys podcast i am chris evans also known as gravel shits here with me today is trevor ulstrom also known as gorgeous george and also gorgeous george also like to introduce my very good friend the mighty michael metzger all right how you been mike uh i've been all right um enjoying having a little bit of time off of work all right, I feel yeah. that. How much time you got? A couple days? Uh, this is my last day off, but you know what? After the weeks I had, I'm enjoying just having two of them. Yeah, I went over there. If, if you folks probably don't know, uh, Michael works at a pizzeria. Makes pies, man. He's a pizza surgeon. Yeah. <laughs> my official job title. Yeah, he pizza goes surgeon. in there with a fucking pizza cutter and slices shit up. And then he, and then afterwards, he uh, he'll give the diagnosis like it's dead. It's a pepperoni. Because there was no saving it. No saving this pizza, but it was delicious. Not, thankfully, <laughs> most of them are savable. If, if it's a case of not save or save, I get most of them. If you ever bust out the skessoscope for the pizza, I'd be like, it's too late. Quick, I gotta, get, I gotta get the pulse of this Hawaiian. <laughs> pizza jokes. Hell yeah. How was your day, Trevor? It's pretty good, man. Another. Yeah. I'm really suspicious because all week my machinery's been working. Uh-oh. And it's making me suspicious. Like, Uh-oh. Friday is just going to be horrendous. Uh-oh. The machine is going to catch on fire when I turn on, and then I'm just going to get electrocuted, and then Lincoln Park is just going to come on and won't turn off. Well, I'm you know what they say. Mind. Dirty deeds done dirt, dirt cheap. cheap. <laughs> hey, no rest has nothing wicked. to do with anything. It's just, that's what they say. Dirty deeds done dirt cheap. Yeah. Dirty <laughs> deeds done dirt cheap. <laughs> or uh, dirty deeds, and they're done with sheep. Mm-hmm. That's the other version I've heard. Funny. That's a spoof version they used to play at the the uh, KRXQ, the the Sacramento Rock Station. Did anybody get a chance to see that new Weird Al movie? I no, but I heard about it. Yet, is dude, it? I don't know. Is it supposed to be? I out? heard about it. I had it. seen trailers for it. I hadn't seen. I think that it was Daniel Radcliffe is mm-hmm. playing uh, Weird Al. It's weird because I would say Daniel Radcliffe has a very different. Face to Weird Al. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Me and Trevor watched him in a movie recently called Swiss Army Man. I have not seen it actually. It's oh, not worth it. Don't watch People it. People say it's a great movie and they're the first ten I have heard that it is bizarre. First it's ten minutes weird. is great. It sets it off like, hey, we've got this dead corpse, it's cool shit. It sets up a great storyline for a lot of fun activities and cool things, but then it just takes a weird left turn. Have you ever seen the movie Chappie? Because it sounds very similar. Chappie's kind of cool. Yeah. It feels like it wants to be two movies and it can't decide which movie it wants to be. I think Chappie was more And either one could be good, but it couldn't pick. I think Chappie was more about, like, uh, AI. You know, it was trying to, like, bring bring up a form of AI. But it couldn't decide whether it wanted to be a a deep and contemplative story or it wanted to be a crime story. Yeah, because they spent most of that movie trying to plan one heist... 
And then in the end, like they it's, had to just rush it anyways. It, there was no planning that you know really went right. down. It feels like if you could have cut they got that some whole storyline, you could have had a more cohesive movie that would have been better. You still could have had an action scene. Even they could have did more crimes. They could have if they did more crimes. It might have been better even. Like yeah, they went to like the rich neighborhood, and ripped off the fucking Mercedes and stuff. So stupid. Yeah, Chappie wasn't a great movie. Because again, it, it was indecisive. Yeah. I feel like probably too many writers or something. Well, I feel like that happens a lot with movies. Yep. Want to get into to our movie reviews since we're yeah, on since the top. we're on movies, why, don't, why doesn't Trevor get into his movie review? So, Coming at you live. Ah. So Chris and I both watched Crank Two with Jason Statham. Who I always call Jason Stamos for some reason. Yeah, he has a child. He has a love child, child with, with John Stamos. John Stamos, whoever loves Raymond and yeah. Jason Statham. I always say Jason Stamos. So he looks at me. I'm like, what? They are kind what? of similar. Statham and Stamos. Jason Stamos. Anyways, Jason Statham. So anyway, he plays a uh, hitman that is in L.A. and dealing with all the gangs, and it ends right at the from where the first well, one ended, where he was falling out of an airplane with his this enemy of his he lands fucks him up real good he's in the hospital man just come back to life but the gangs decide to start replacing his and selling off his organs because he's pretty much a superhero so as he's awake they replace his heart and then the main villain you'll see is like trying to spit and do shit to the surgeons as they're taking his heart out and fucking with him and then he leaves and he has his heart in literally one of those little, like, blue icy coolers. He has the, the heart of Chilios, which is the name of the actor. Name of the... Chev Chilios. Chev Chilios is the name of the character played by Jason Statham. But anyways, so it was all about getting his heart back and then all the shenanigans that go on in the hoods of L.A. when cracked out whores get involved and... You gotta talk about how he gets his girl back. Oh, Hurting love song. Yeah, the uh, you gotta talk about how he finds her in a strip club. Finds her in a strip club where there's, and she ends up getting her out of the strip club, forces her out, and then immediately chaos happens, and eventually they end up fucking in a in a giant horse race where the guy is chasing is, and they fuck in front of all the people, and the horses jump over them. And they play like some Marshall Tucker band, like Heard It Love song. It was funny as fuck. I was laughing, and everyone, including the guy who's chasing, were all clapping, and like all these Asians are like, yeah, yeah having a good seen, time. I had seen Crank two years and years ago, and I, I remembered the movie. I went with a buddy uh, on 420, we skipped school, and we rolled like three blunts of like some really good weed, and then we went and we watched Crank Two. Because the first one yeah, was amazing was too. Like I, I remember thing. when the first one came out, everyone was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. So what else happened? Uh, they had he ends up getting his. He has a giant crazy fight in the uh, electrical depot. Tell him, tell him about how the electrical fight went because I was. That I want to put this. Wild. I want to put this in, was into trippy. perspective. The first time I saw this movie with my buddy, we were stoned out of our minds. So we were just sitting there laughing and, and kind of enjoying the movie. And it takes this really hard turn in the major fight sequence. You want to tell them about it, Trevor? Yeah. Uh, they both... <sighs> Gingers. It's okay. Lighter disappeared, but lighter returned. Anyways... So, in their minds, they grew into, like, the size of a Godzilla, like, 60s fight scene 
where they just both like grew to gigantic sizes and they were fighting through electrical towers and just knocking shit over. It was like, just like giant yeah. fake heads. Yeah, dude, characters. it was a fake body. Like, it was, you could tell it was a straight just spoof off like, and they were, like Godzilla crushing. and Mumra just like having WWE SummerSlam were, right like, there in the depot. The facility there yeah. and sparks were flying and the, everywhere. And, and the but guys they were are, like 50 feet tall. Yeah, and basically. the guys watching them are just like, yeah, whatever, just watching it like it was a normal thing. And then they got back to normal well, size. Well, for like scale size, the the guys turned into basically uh, the size of the Lego men. So <laughs> they were, yeah, they were giants to Lego men. They were basically normal size to Lego men people. But they j- just turned into giant Godzilla-like creatures and they just have this giant fight sequence. And then at the end of the fight, they shrink back to normal size. And I don't remember when he opens the cooler what's in there. There's nothing in there. Yeah. Well, there's something in there, but it's not his heart. It's not his heart, and then he and that's gets... That's what he thought was in there. Then he gets knocked out by the this cartel that he had issues with that were after him. The Yakuza. Not the Yakuza. It was yeah. A, no, it was... He gets picked up by Don King. Don oh, Kim. Yeah, he does. I'm sorry. So he gets picked up by the... Yeah, by, by <laughs> that them. That was one of the best scenes, too. He knocks out the guy and grabs his body... Yeah. uses it as a shield da, 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 da. he grabs his Uzi from him and he fires the submachine gun in a limousine uh, at three guys and they're just firing at this guy yeah. as a body bullets are just going body. everywhere out of the carriage of this limousine because it's just a straight up gunfight right? it'd be like you and I just like having a gunfight right now with Uzis well it was like he Fuck pulled this range the, it'd be better to hit you with it he it's, pulled the dude over him as a body shield and so then I, he, he like shot from underneath him I still feel like a clever clip, move man which is at least a 30 uh, round I magazine. still feel like a or bullet would go has. through the body and hit him at some point like he would <laughs> um, get hit I mean an Uzi's not a large round no but there were no, so they, many they, but they yeah. were shooting with handguns uh, the bad guys but were, they, a, were they did they also have uh, Uzi automatics no, they were shooting. But there's still so like many bullets close quarters. quarters the yeah, fact they that, were they were within feet. That's why oh, I mean, if they're, they're so close. Yeah, close. yeah it's like try, obviously it's a movie. Realistically, yeah, he would have been hit. But it's anyways. a movie. So he escapes, and then from there, he ends up getting. Then they talk about the cartel that won him, El Haron. The ferret. Yeah, the ferret El Haron with Wanam. And tell about how they meet uh, Pedro's uh, gay sister. Remember with Tourette's. <laughs> so oh, the yeah. guy that played uh, Pedro and Napoleon Dynamite's in this movie yes. uh, his Pedro twin brother was in the first one but he got killed and nobody knew he had a twin until the second one obviously and then uh, his thing is he has Tourette Syndrome so he does like all the normal shit. He tries to do karate and stuff. Yeah, he does like some kung fu. Like he'll beat up a guy and then he'll just be like Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. And you're like, oh shit. Well, Michael J. Fox doesn't have Tourette's. He has Parkinson's. But you're still seizing. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm making a bad You're joke. shaking. You're shaking uncontrollably. I'm sorry. If you so have what that, ends I'm up sorry. happening? So anyways, that whole thing happens, and then uh, he gets Chelios gets picked up by the El Haran and his group at the, the end. Hispanic cartel. There's also a crazy Asian hooker that's also after Chelios. She she wants she wants him to be her man. Yeah. She's pretty odd, honestly. I would pick her. Cocksucker. I would pick her over the white stripper, honestly. Be like, yes. But anyways, um, Trevor's into Asian hookers. Anyway, another another podcast, another time, another time. 
Go moving How forward. many happy endings do you pay for, son? Somewhere over the rainbow, bud. Anyways. I didn't know they had Lucky Charms in this facility. <laughs> We're not having this Asian prostitute conversation right now, Chris. We're Wouldn't not that having be the ultimate way to get rubbed <laughs> off, though? Eating a bowl of, like, good cereal, and you're just in the, you're watching, like, cartoons, and Asian girls jacking you off. That's funny. Thank you, miss. I appreciate your hospitality. Yeah. Cartoons are great. <laughs> so basically, he gets caught by El Haron, um, and it turns out that El Haron is the third brother. So in the first movie, he killed the other two brothers, Carlos and Albert, or something. Ricardo, Ricardo, something like that. Ricky. And he kills the two brothers, but it turns out they were able to keep one of them alive with like some fucking fake ass uh, bubble machine. It's basically a tank where his head's in. There's all these tubes running into his head and yeah, it's keeping his brain alive. And and it's just long enough so that they can kill Chev Chelios in mm-hmm. front of him. But what ends up happening is uh, his friends show up because he has like impeccable timing with his friends showing up with a lot of guns. Mm-hmm. So a bunch of hookers show up, a bunch of fucking uh, uh, black, uh, they're like black um, gay rave scene people. They show up, like, uh, all in leather. You know? I, I don't know. It's an it's, uh, interesting thing because they're the friends of the Pedro, Pedro's character. It's a long uh, entanglement, basically, with all these people, but it's, it's a phone call away. You know, they're like, we need you here. And it's like, all right, we're showing up with guns. <laughs> so they all show up. It's like, die, motherfucker. And they all just start shooting. The bad guy and uh, Kalo's brother... Both have desert eagles, and they're just firing at each yes. other. It's pretty fucking awesome. 50 calibers. Um, a bunch of girls are getting shot all over because he just has a bunch of naked women lying around his pool sunbathing. So there's just tits and people getting shot all over. Um, and Chev Chelios picks up the head that's in the tank at a point, and he, like, punts it. And he's like, water. He's like, I got you, mate. And yeah, kicks it, and kicks and it, just kicks into the pool. Um, so everything starts to go down. And the whole, like, premise to the story, I guess, was that he needed electricity to keep his heart pumping. So he eventually uh, goes to a voltage box at the top of a transformer. Yeah. And just grabs it. it, And then he goes, like, Super Saiyan. (laughs) He goes Super Super Saiyan. Just beats the fuck out of everybody. He beats the fuck out of and then just fucks all these guys up. And yeah. he's on fire the whole time. Just, yeah. Just completely on fire. Like, burning up. He looks like Ghost Rider at the end. You're like, yeah. oh, so he's Ghost Rider and now. And that's pretty much Crank too. It's just this crazy He movie. becomes Ghost Rider that his motorcycle is, like, off on the side. How many, how many, uh, have you ever seen it, Michael? No, I must admit uh, I have neither, uh, not seen either of these. I look at it as, like, an oh, action. Oh, I have to show you one time. So, I it's actually like have one question comedy. in regards to your review here. Yeah. In yeah. the end, does he get his original heart back? No. no, they can't. Well, he he's he is supposed to, but they don't show it until like an after. Because there was an old oh. Chinese man that got his heart. Then then they found the old Chinese man. He has a bunch of friends that are all through the city, and he's constantly making phone calls throughout the movie. He's calling like his friends, and his, he has a doctor mm. that was the one that helped him out. In the but first these movie. are all like mob connect. Like the doctor, you can tell is like a mob doctor. Like somebody that operates in a basement or he's something. He's like a yeah. pimp. Yeah, he's probably his mob connects. But yeah, like all of his because he's a he's a top level assassin for gangs yeah. for hire. So all of his friends are like are straight up just 
pimps and Sorry assassins. Sorry about the crumbles, folks. We're eating cookies. <laughs> yeah. That was a great movie, though. How many reels of film do you think you want to give it, Trevor? Uh, One yeah. to ten reels of film. For class, I'd give it like, I'd give it like an eight. It's pretty good. I'd give it like a nice eight two seven. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was good. Great movie. Um, if you're stoned, and you're just watching something to watch something, bunch of fighting. Yeah, it's it's good. A movie I came across uh, recently that I forgot how good it was was um remember it was like the ace of spades or some shit I cannot say i've seen this movie ever. oh man what is it it's the one where there's all the characters <laughs> i'm so so tired of ace such of spades to be sure i mean what what oh aces it's like aces are wild or something Hold on. I don't know what you're talking about. I gotta Google this real quick, folks. It's gonna bug the piss out of me. Yeah, I don't know. Smoking Aces. Of, I think that's the name of it. Some sort of ensemble cast. Smoking Aces. Never heard of it. Yeah. Is it a show? A movie? It's a movie, and it's got crazy uh, people in what it. What year is it from? It's from 2006. It's got Jeremy Piven, Ryan Reynolds, Ray Liotta, Ben Affleck, Chris Pine... Andy Garcia, Jason Bateman. This was a movie that brought in a ton of people. It had Alicia Keys. What the It had fuck? fucking Taraji P. Henson. Tommy Flanagan from Sons of Anarchy. Mm. Kevin Durand. He played uh, the blob in the Wolverine uh, movie. Mm. It had a ton of great mo- uh, people. And it was like a hundred stories intersecting. Like, they give you bits and pieces of everybody's story. What's the name story. of the movie? Smoking Aces. Yeah, but it has everybody doing, like, their thing. There's FBI agents. There's assassins. There's uh, people that you don't know who they are until they're attacking somebody. Is it a good movie, though? Crazy good movie. So, might I ask, is it a done sort of as split stories, or is it done as one continuous story? It's a continuous story that stops at certain points. Okay. Redirects. And then comes back and goes that direction again. I, you know? I wouldn't mind watching it sometimes. Dude, we'll have to watch it. Maybe after the podcast, Smoking Aces, I think you guys would love the it. The other movie it reminds me of, just listening, is The Departed. Have you seen Yeah, that? kind of. Have Similarly. The Departed's a lot of cops. A lot of bad guys. A lot of cops and the Irish mom and Jack Nicholson waving around severed hands a lot. Definitely. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I, I, love, uh, I love crazy action movies. Did you guys ever see Shoot 'Em Up? I don't think so. I am constantly it, told I am that there are to. lots of movies. I've seen that a lot of action movies. I'm going to show you guys some good movies, man. All right. No, well, that's a thing. Put it on the list, man. We'll go ahead and uh, check those movies out. Definitely shoot them up nights. and smoke in aces. We would, we would really, I think you guys would love to see it. But yeah, um, do you want to go ahead and get on with the album review now? You were going to do the album review. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right, so I did an album review this week on Post Malone's new album. Interesting. Yeah, he just came out with a new album. I think it was like a week ago. So uh, this one, he, he's doing a lot of different stuff. What's the name of the album? It's called 22 Carat uh, Toothache. Interesting. Yeah, 22 Carat Toothache. And it's an interesting album. He uses a lot of auto-tune. I think like through his career, he's gotten more into using auto-tune. But it's an interesting sound. I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of it, but I get why people do it. You know, it's it's different. It's, you know, from their voice. But he plays guitar. 
He does some rapping. He has uh, another artist on here, Doja Cat. She's pretty big right now. She's hot, man. Doja Cat's pretty fucking hot. Nice. But this is a, a song that I picked uh, from the album. It's like 15 uh, songs or something. It's like the third out, uh, third song. It's called Lemon Tree. And it's about uh, people having kind of what they want, but not having what they want. Like some people have uh, things that are sweet in life, I guess, like apples and tangerines and shit. And it's like, it sucks when you feel like you have a lemon tree. You know, you're just trying to make lemonade. That's pretty much all you got. I'm keeping all my meat fresh because I'm going to squeeze yeah, it. Yeah, but there's meat. a cool line in the song where he goes, I'm going to burn it down and start over better. Because it's interesting, if, you're, if life does give you a lemon tree, you could burn that bitch down. And from the ashes, something better might come. You never know. But... This was the song I picked, and it's about halfway in, but um, I think this is where the song gets better in the second verse. So this is Post Malone, 22 carat uh, toothache, or 12 carat toothache, one of the two. <laughs> change up from like some of the rock and stuff we do sometimes um trevor likes to do a lot of rock and he throws some other stuff in there from time to time which i love but i wish he'd, he'd varied up a little bit more yeah did multiple cultures already definitely keep it up man <laughs> but that was uh my music pick so go check it out man and you gotta I think throw some real curveballs at him now yeah I like to hear He's your. Just asking for him. Well, I love to hear his obscure, obscure good shit, man, because he has a lot of good taste in music. Sure, he does, and varied. But he definitely uh, fucking. He's like, check this out. It's hardcore. I like to party, bud. All right. All right, buddy. Two in the morning. Let's throw down. <laughs> All right, hide the shades. Let's go. No, but uh, Post Malone's a cool dude, man. He's uh, he's gone a little nutty with the face tattoos, I think. You know, and that's a new rapper thing. Um, but he man, has a set face career. Tattoos. It's not like he's not going to no. get a job for having them. No, dude, he's he's set for life now. Absolutely, yeah, you know, he's never going to be anything else other than who he is now. But man, like face tattoos are a fucking decision. Truly, because once you get a couple, you're not stopping. Probably. Yeah. No, there's... Once you cross the line, what I mean, 
I don't know. I've I've One seen I've, I've seen people with I've seen quite a few people with like guys always with the teardrops all the time. Small face tattoos are are understandable. I think sometimes. I have. But seen when you them. have like he has scripture written on his fucking face. If you see a picture of Post Malone, he's got his head shaved and it's just like scribble. Like it looks like he fell asleep at a fucking uh, <laughs> party or something. Was it? In a foreign language or some such? or No, it? it's all in just scripture. Or not scripture. What the fuck is it? Cursive and stuff? Cursive. Ah. Yeah. But scripture, yeah, scripture, when you say that, things like, so we got like a Bible on the back of his head? No, but he's got a bunch of different quotes. I've, I've met people like that. And it's just yeah. different, man. It's a different look. But I, sp- I, I suppose, especially if you're a musical artist, and that's what you've chosen to do your entire life, you know? I don't, I don't think you're... I don't think a face tattoo is your worst problem. Yeah. <laughs> Well, probably yeah, a lot more. Being a successful musician is pretty hard. I mean, he's got it. Why Hell not? yeah. Why not Malone's, uh, definitely like uh, very... I definitely liked when he did the uh, Nirvana cover album. Yeah. For, for, he did a really well, he fucking doing good job. He's a surprisingly yeah, talented dude. guitarist. Yeah, dude. He's, he had a really good voice. I know he used to be... He, I've heard him talk about he used to play guitar before he did all this. Like, growing up, he played rock and played guitar. He grew up in Texas. Yeah. So he probably grew up with... You know, ZZ Top and all that shit. The good stuff. But then, he's like, hey, yeah, this. Oh, he's a cool dude, man. He's going to keep on making interesting music the next few years. So, I'm uh, I'm excited to see what else he comes out with. So, check that out. So, what else we got, Trevor? What else is on the old agenda? Uh, give us just a minute, folks. We're still finding our bearings for this uh, podcast, I think. So each time we get a little better. Yeah. So uh, Michael's hey, mom. Progress, progress. Michael's mom, Christina, actually sent me. Well, she gave me a piece of paper. I don't have any more, but I looked up the information. It's about how Eugene, Oregon, local news got their own sex addict anonymous meetings. And this part of the. Uh, Are you suggesting that we go to these meetings and pick up women? Yes. <laughs> Wow. Ah, I yeah. don't know, man. It's, it's, I mean, yeah. that's not the worst place to meet. <laughs> Come on, guys. Honestly, not the worst place I have to heard meet worst suggestions addict? somehow. But this is all based on the 12 Steps Recovery, so this is definitely based off of AA, which also influenced uh, Alcoholics Anonymous. I'm going to AA right now, man. Might as well meet a sex addict. Be like, if yeah. I don't drink, and you NA. don't fuck. Wait, what? No, that doesn't work out for either one of us. You both lose. Yeah, what the hell? All right, we fuck, we fuck reasonable amounts of times until I say stop. And, uh, <laughs> don't go fucking everybody else either. And that's a problem. But if you fuck some trees and rocks, that's okay. You know, some dendrophilia, not too bad. Don't be fucking no inanimate objects if I'm not there. I want to make sure they're sanctioned by the USDA. <laughs> You're gonna be jerking off with a with a zucchini. I wanna I wanna make sure. Or if, or, or if the chick's trying to fuck like the the guys at the car dealerships are just doing this the whole time. She's just trying to fuck one of them. You're like, well, Trevor's right not talking about the salesman, guys. I can't see what you're doing through the fucking microphone. No, I'm talking about the, the airborne, inflatable, inflatable, the inflatable things. Inflatable things. They're just flapping all the time. That, uh, waves his arms in the air. There's <laughs> a chick trying to fuck that. You're it like, sounds like you're talking Whoa. about the salesman. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about the rolls up on a car salesman and gives him an offer he can't refuse. <laughs> 
And then he goes, and then he goes to the she inflatable walks out guy. Of a, or she doesn't walk out of a dealership. She drives off a lot with a brand new car. And then, <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> then she goes and picks up the inflatable guy and then leaves. Like, damn. That chick came in and cleaned out. <laughs> rolled out with a new car and fucking the inflatable. It's <laughs> awesome. What do you think, Michael? Was it a nice car? Yes, of course. Rolled out in the fucking 2022 Mustang. Hey, there you go. I mean, yeah, I mean, sounds like she left you for the car, man. I mean, sorry. <laughs> oh, that's good shit, man. Yeah, man, it's been a pretty good week this week, honestly. It's not been too crazy. I just found out some crazy news at work, though. My buddy Semi's not coming back. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's hard to lose people at work sometimes, I think, especially when they're key to doing a lot of the things that you do on the day-to-day. So might I ask, is he being let go, or did he leave of his own volition? He had a family emergency, and he had to go to another state. Oh. His brother got into some trouble, or his brother got sick or something, and he had to go see what was up with his family. And I can't hate him for doing that, you know? If you got family and they're going through something, you got to kind of be there for them sometimes. But, uh, yeah, no, it sucks to lose him. He was a great worker, and hope he does good, man. Hopefully he comes back one day. Yeah. And yeah, I hope that all that goes well for him. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy the roads that we take in life and shit, and just having different paths and things happen along the roads, and, you know, it, it just changes the trajectory of everything you'd kind of do. I mean, all know? three of us are from different states. But yeah, you know, we're all we're, transplants. But we're all hanging out. Uh, actually, I was born here in Oregon. Well, it was Oregon, but you were, I know you grew up in Portland. You uh, talk, actually, you told I, me. actually, when I was a little kid, I also grew up here. Okay. Nice. But I mainly nice. hear about when, like... Yes, I most of my life, I was in the Portland metro area. Okay. What was Portland like? I've never really been to Portland. You're also up in uh, Vancouver, Washington, too, yes. which is so, just north of Portland. Portland? I don't know. Portland is so big that it makes this place look like nothing, really. Yeah. Um, they're... It's kind of, and even then, the towns that are sort of attached to Portland around it are like, so similar to Portland that it's often, as a child, I couldn't tell the difference. So like Gresham yeah. and Hillsborough, similar and all of yeah. Tig- Tiger and all that shit. Yeah, they're all they're similar all people, all similar. They're all suburbs yeah, of Portland. Yeah. yeah, I spent most of my time either downtown or in North Portland, but I we sort of moved around a lot. What was something you liked about it? Um, I loved. The availability of goddamn near everything. Yeah. Out here Being in the city, it's like in most here in Eugene, things are sort of on the edge of town. If you ever need to go to buy anything, yeah. In Portland, everything is right there. There's something if there's not something brown where you live, it's not far off. Yeah. No matter where you go for pretty for much. For sure, you're not yeah. having you to clothes go or food this way or for gas or exactly. nothing. Exactly. Uh, there's not even a gas station here on campus. No, there isn't a gas you station. You never see near that here. in Portland. As a matter of fact, the uh, the Portland State University campus, I believe, has gas stations near it. Nice. Uh, and other things, uh, I grew up really close to both uh, Powell's Books and the downtown um, library. So I really liked getting to read a lot as a kid. A lot of bust out your library cards. I library cards are awesome, dude. Check this. Out. Check this out. He showed you me get this all yesterday. the free pornography you want. Check this out. 
He's got oh yeah. He's got library cards for three different libraries he gets, he at gets the same time. Over by the cops, so we're like, what are you doing with all these library cards? Right. He's like, I'm getting knowledge. He's <laughs> so, like, don't you know that's dangerous? That's super dangerous. That's dangerous. I will say to talk about the three. The, of them. I have my Eugene Public Library card, which me I will too. say is the flimsiest of the library cards I have on me. It is falling apart, and I've had it for the shortest amount of time. Hey, right. Me too. Mine is also falling apart. Time I to have, get renew that library card, folks. Oh, I have my Fort Vancouver Regional Library Ooh. District card, which is around Vancouver, Washington. The port It's basically part of the Portland metro area. Some people try to say it's Something not, but I took the bus every day to, to go to school from there, so. About How, the same shit. Yeah. yeah. Is really, high school on Is me. there really much difference between, like, the north side where you're in Washington, but you're on the Vancouver versus, like, the south side where you're in Portland and So Oregon, north so. Portland is actually usually considered to be a poorer part of Portland, and uh, Vancouver, Washington is, a, uh, I, I would say... Was considered to it considered itself a little more snobbish, a little more high end. A lot of white people. Yes. <laughs> All, as, for instance, honestly, oh, most of the north, black I mean. people that lived in uh, the area, because uh, I, I went to school right in North Portland, a lot of the black students in the area lived in the area, as opposed to most of the white students that lived further out. It's weird. There's yeah. a lot of snooty white people in the Northwest. There are. Yeah. Uh, I have been Eugene, told the history Eugene too. Yeah. Originally, apparently, the state was founded as a whites-only state, and that's Whoa. why. Yeah, there were yeah. no slaves here because it was whites-only. That's crazy. And yeah. also, you were f you were far away out. I mean, mm -hmm. you were way in the far corner of the country. It's easier to get f to Asia from here than it is to get to anywhere that would have been producing slaves. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're you're but far again, enough out here. It, it being whites-only, also Asian people that were building the railroads weren't allowed in. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, there was, unfortunately, there was, a, there was a lot of history of the KKK. V yes. There, there was a, there was a governor, I think, governor. You remember? Uh, Look it up. But there there was a governor that was an open, he was an open, uh, like, wizard of the KKK in Oregon. This is back in the 1920s. Yeah. When the KKK was having a huge swing. Like, during the 1920s, right after World War One, a lot of people came back from the war. And a lot of white people were just... Like, just went extreme, right? Like, much harder than we did now. Yeah. And there's a there's a picture of a rally of thousands of KKK members going down right in front of the White House. I recall. <laughs> Crazy. Straight up, just thousands. Of, and one of the people marching was Donald Trump's dad. Whoa. Yep. Yes, that is a fact. You can look that up. But yeah, his dad was one of the people marching. This was an interesting uh, way to go from our topic of Marvel to my library. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you guys yes. do you guys think that anything's gonna happen with the January six like committee meeting? Have you guys heard about this? Um, I most of the uh, I, not most. I can't say that, but because uh, I do not know for certain. But yeah. I have heard that about there the, the, are from the a great many so, people that were majorly involved in it, uh, at least being caught on video or camera have been arrested already. Well, That's to the people who in really riled them up and got that stuff started. Yeah. <sighs> the pessimist in me says that probably nothing will happen. That's what I'm definitely thinking. So they have a committee right now that's trying to go at the higher-ups of who was involved. Mainly Republicans, probably. Yeah. Mainly uh, people that were in the White House, mainly people that were like close to Donald Trump. Yeah, Republicans. So, yeah, well, his family, too, because yeah, his family was a part of it. Yeah, but the problem is, it's like you need to move forward, not like I. I, I understand it was a fucked up thing, but I feel like we need to. I feel we like we need to move forward and focus. Like, hey, that was a fucked up but thing. See, that's what but they we want need to you move to do. That's exactly that's it. exactly what they want you to that's do. They when want you, you give to up get and more take focused it, on something then else. 
then so, no one ever gets punished for anything. So Someone what ends up happening in America? What ends up happening? Well, what ends up happening in America is we have something really crazy happen. But like nine eleven or something. Well, we've had so many crazy things happen. We've gotten conditioned to something really traumatic happening, something really nuts. And then something else happens within and a it month. Distracts or a week. us from it. Exactly. Our attention span is not uh, foregoing how like the law works. The law takes years to work. How many mass shootings do we have just this last month? The dude that uh, did the mass a shooting lot. in uh, Florida in Parkland, he's still trying to get a trial. They can't find people for the jury because it's like, well, they're they're trying to do jury selection right now, but it's because he's up for the death penalty. Because in Florida, you can still kill people. Um, so what their problem is is that they're trying to find impartial jurors. I never know how I feel about the death penalty. It's a weird one because on one hand, I don't like the idea of my government being able to kill me. But on the other hand, some people should definitely deserve to die. And see, that's kind of where it's at, man. Like already on had- January 6th, they killed a few people. And few people got murdered. How do you make that right? How do you make it right for the cops that died on that day and the woman that got shot because she was fucking being crazy and going through the Capitol? And multiple people were injured just over like, being woman. trampled. And yeah, there was like that, that woman that uh, she was trying to break through the door and the cop was sitting there with the gun. He's like, don't do it. She fucking reaching through trying to open the door. Shouldn't have done it. her in the face. I mean, dude, shouldn't have done it. She should have done it. Shouldn't have done it. I'm not not usually pro-shooting people, There's so much. Well, there's so much evidence at, like, what Trump was doing, man. He was like, we're going to go down there. I'm going to walk with you. We're all going to go down there and we're going to have a conversation. There's audio recording. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh... Well, here's the real fucked up part. He knew two hours in advance that the social or the Secret Service wouldn't allow him to do it. Yeah. So he knew when he was making that recording or when he was that speaking was an later, absolute lie that he wasn't gonna be going. So he was riling people Not up that to head down there and do something. He didn't know what they were gonna do. He didn't they care. stormed the Capitol and they killed some people. He, I doubt that he really cared. No, he didn't give a shit. He was just like, look at how upset these people yes, are. look how much attention I get to have. Yeah, no, it's like, look at the cameras on me. Yes. But no, I think that there should be some accountability for the people that died that day, the people that were injured, definitely. Um, the problem is our justice system is very flawed. And people get off for a lot of different reasons. And if you have money in this country... It's easy to get off. It's really easy to get off. I mean, and I say in compound with that, even when the justice system vaguely does work and people properly do get, do get incarcerated there's so many the incarceration loopholes. system is so fucked up too well, there's so many <laughs> loopholes too like even if you get a conviction in a case there's uh uh what is it um overturns there's fucking uh you can fight the 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 uh, charge, or you can fight the verdict. It's a, it's a complicated system, and so basically you, you have no to have contest. money to yeah, know like, how to do that stuff. And then you can stuff. find a lawyer that's willing to spend the time, and if you spend the money, they can fight your case while you're inside, and eventually they could probably get it overturned for something minor. Yeah, you know? well, yeah. Justice is blind, but she knows the smell of money. Yeah, for real. Very true. That's a great quote. Good I like quote. that, Michael. But the government's got a lot of issues it needs to work out, and I think that we need to start at the fucking bottom, man. It's not working with the politicians, man. So yeah, we need to get with, rid of the politicians. Yeah. Let me and, start off with fuck the government. And we need to change things. Yeah, we just need to get the people together that are fucking in the same. I love uh, racism in America because it's such a deterrent from the real problem. You know, people are so worried about like black people being upset at white people or Hispanics being upset at black that people. That the people running everything can still do all this crazy shit. Because we're all fucking poor. Just, and we're we're all poor as shit, poor and, and while we're poor and we're running around and trying to survive, 
These motherfuckers are just pulling puppet strings. It's like the um, it's like the horror movie where everyone just starts to scream and run around in circles. Like What's that. You know what I mean? Like any any horror movie, like where Godzilla comes through, everyone panics and they run around in, in circles. <laughs> like every scream, run around. Should in I circles. get on the elevator? I don't know. There's monsters out that elevator, yeah. but I can't stay on this floor. Obviously, there's <laughs> monsters on this floor. There's a giant platypus outside. There's <laughs> Michael Myers on the stairs. I can't go down there. No, no one ever thinks of just breaking the stairs so he can't get up them. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. Yeah. If you have a wooden staircase, just take a sledgehammer to that shit. You imagine Michael Myers just being like parkour. Bah! He runs up the wall. Oh, and... oh, that would be terrifying, yeah. wouldn't it? <laughs> if all of a sudden he parkour. like parkours himself and then up he, and he, he lands, kills you as he lands and he just there. He lands and he's just starting to walk normal again. He just parkours when he needs to. Parkour, uh, Michael I mean, Myers. dude, if it was nice. if it was Jason Voorhees, we wouldn't even blink an eye that when we turned around, he was just suddenly upstairs. See, I could see Freddy doing something like that. Jason um, and Michael Freddy are is practically stiff. a god if you yeah. think about it. He's like a ghost. He's got like control over re the people of reality of people's dreams, and if he kills them in their dreams, they actually die. Uh, and he can switch over from dream world to reality. He's less powerful in reality, but he's still powerful. He's powerful enough to slice you open. Right? Like, <laughs> as powerful as anyone who is psychotic and strong and has knives for fingers. Well, let's not forget, he's a child molester that burned alive by the people of Elm Street. Dude, I will ah. say some of the uh, interviews with that actor are a little weird, too. Oh, he gets England. kind of into the method oh. actor of it. I forget his name. It's John England or some shit? Yeah. Something like that. I forget his name. And method acting someone that kind of weird and twisted is a little odd. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. That'd be like doing method acting if you were portraying like P.B. Herman. Like, ooh, slow down there, bud. And just rolling into fucking uh, jerk theaters. Movie theaters and, and yeah, just, just exposing yourself to kids randomly. I got like, a great oh, story shit. of when I was a kid. So, there's been a lot of changes in the area where I grew up in South Florida. Over the years, the demographic has changed drastically. It's very Hispanic. Um, and a lot of the stores have been changed 100 times over. But when I was growing up in this plaza where there used to be an old, uh, there was a gas station, there was a grocery store, and a couple side shops. And then there was a porn theater, the Jack House. Nice. And that thing was there. I knew there. where the one down in downtown Portland was, actually. We walked past it all the time. That That's thing fun. was there up until I was about... 10 or 11 years old so for 10 or 12 years from the 90s that thing was just around and oh, it was just always anymore? like huh it's not around anymore no i think no. the one in portland still is but it's so crazy like a jack shop and and you just think like gas station grocery store jerk off shop basically yeah i mean you gotta if you if like say you like gotta get some gas so then you gotta like get some meat at the grocery store and then you gotta beat your meat right afterwards at the jack house so it was so crazy because I remember the first time I ever went into a pornography store. Yeah, I've been oh, to those there was, it was Wild West. Right. Well, it was crazy because the place I went to had jerk boots in the back. And I was yep. with a friend. <laughs> I was with a friend and he's like, let's go watch a movie. No. And I was like, hey, hey, what like, the like, fuck? Like Boondock Saints with, Jer with fucking Ron Jeremy just turning off thinking, and gets killed. Um, Dude, yeah. I went in there and I just kind of watched a movie and because it was like screens, you paid a dollar and you got like to switch through the channels. <laughs> and there was just fucking a small trash can in the corner and like a small no. uh, thing to sit on, like a piece of wood. How okay, many guys have jerked off? Also, I didn't touch anything except for the 
screen and like sits in the bus. I think someone's jerking off of that screen. Watch a porn with you in this room? No, my yeah. buddy was in the next room. Good. <laughs> that would have been me. That would have been a little bit, weirder. Yeah. Uh, more, no, he I was mean, over there and then nothing when, against when, that, but it definitely when we came a out, we were like, did you jerk off? And he was like, no. And I was like, yeah, whatever, man. I don't know if he did or didn't. I think he did. <laughs> boys yeah, it's boys and we boys. Gotta rub one out, man. <laughs> yeah, do what you gotta do sometimes. You, you have to do it in a public place and admit you're doing it. Hey, one. All right, I have a quick funny story. This cabinet shop I worked in, there was a lot of people there. A lot of them were just shitty people in general. And you had like a whole flight of uh, these these really fucked up toilets because you had all these workers working in there. So the bathrooms were always fucked up. And there <laughs> the Board of Johns were stacked. Yeah, yeah, dude. The line of just a bunch of angry, just mill worker, you know, wood shop types. And yeah, those bathrooms. It's seven thirty in up. the morning. I've had seven cups of coffee and smoked. No, eight there'd cigarettes. always be like there'd always be giant mm-hmm. dicks drawn everywhere, and people seven would just like coffee for people would just talk about like like Epst- They'd always like there was a whole conversation. Someone had wrote with another person about Epstein. Like Epstein didn't kill himself. Or like oh oh, well, why is that? And you wrote a whole paragraph. Yeah, they, 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 there was a whole back and forth like dissertation on Epstein oh, written on the side man. where you take a shit and then have to go One back to guy rolls in there with to his go back to build a cabinet. Yeah. fucking paper and he's like I got my facts now. Do you know what I love most about that? People- May I finish though my story? Oh, absolutely. So you would have all these conversations and just like the trucks we'd load to there'd be some of the best jokes and quotes I ever learned were from trailers or bathrooms. And uh Phone numbers, don't call them. It's usually bullshit. But anyways, so the, um... What? <laughs> what the fuck was that? I'm sipping my beer. Hold on. He had to stop talking to sip his beer. You can't drink a beer and tell a story at the same time. What the fuck kind of storyteller Brief are you? intermission, as it were. Yes. But anyways, there was a guy next to me. I forgot what I was going to say, honestly. He, he's I just, dumb as fuck, motherfucker. Uh, oh, dude, I, that's what I get for distracting you, my bad. No, I'm not dumb. I'm just getting distracted. It wasn't Michael's fault. Trevor stoned and he forgot where fair, he was I'm in the story. Sh- <laughs> I did. I forgot for a second. Don't like, worry, folks. We're just eating cookies stoned and Trevor's trying to tell us about life, but he's missing by miles. I'm down. But anyways, <laughs> there was a guy in the toilet next to me, and he was just jerking off. He was just cranking one out, and I like went in to do. I went in and then left, and then he was. I like had to go back in real quick to clean something, and, fi- <laughs> and like ten minutes later, to go in to clean. <laughs> uh, may have to be better not to, to know. <laughs> so I had to go clean no, I had to clean guys. my glasses up. I had to like. He was going to clean up after that guy. Nah, <laughs> no. He was using his mouth to clean up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had to clean my safety glasses. They got covered. And some wood dust, and I had to go in and clean them right, up. Trevor. The guy was still in there jerking off. It's okay. Like Ten minutes, <laughs> bunch of dudes. Yeah. The story went nowhere. (laughs) So one of my favorite things about the whole uh, people writing graffiti and like responding to each other thing is that there's evidence of people doing that basically as long as people have had access to writing things that they could write someplace. Oh, I'm sure. Like we have, there are places in Rome where they are literally are people doing that shit. And we still do it today. And that's amazing. There was like a caveman that went over to his enemy's cave. And he wrote "fuck you" on his wall. I uh-huh. like caveman words. My favorite one is actually like we have the best spears. Ooh, like, no, oh. 
This one's the greatest one ever. So in the, this building called the Hagia Sophia, it's a very famous uh, building in like Constantinople or some shit. There's a set of like runes from some Viking that visited there, and for this is Turkey yeah, for people, yes. by the way. So for centuries, everyone thought it had some sort of weird spiritual significance or whatever. And then when we finally translated it, it turned out that it basically said, "This is really high up." It was just graffiti. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone thought it was some sort of religious thing, and no, it was just some dude who had no way at all. Yeah. <laughs> I bet he had a little too much wine being Probably. back today. A little too much wine, he's like, I bet I could write some up I mean, there. dude, the Vikings went all the way from, like, Canada down into, like, Const- uh, Turkey and... The, oh, yeah, the, no, they all they're, that shit. The, yeah, <laughs> there, was, there was, for a long time, that they were... They became elite guards of Constantinople, these Vikings mm-hmm. and their descendants. There actually uh, was a whole group of uh, people in France called uh, the Danes, uh, uh, who, or not, the, uh, that might not be the correct term, I forget. I watched several videos on this, though. They're called Great Danes or Dogs. <laughs> but basically, they, were they, they, like, they, they gave up their um, Viking heritage and became basically French lords because the king had all of his lords had been killed or sucked super bad so he's like yeah. fuck it I'm just gonna replace it with you Viking dudes if you guys will agree you're talking about the Normans yeah, that's what they're called the Normans they're Thank called you. the Normans like William the Conqueror yes Mark Norman but yeah there was, it was Vikings that had settled in northern France and then they mixed with the French people for a few generations and then in 1066 is when the Brit is when the Viking rule of England pretty much stopped mm. because they had gone and attacked, but they pretty much got they there was the Battle of Hastings was where they fought the the British. They're like, yeah, we're winning, but then they just got fucked over because mm. William the Conqueror and all these dudes from France just showed up after they had just got done fighting the English and were fucking dog tired. And the French like, were like, what the fuck hey, is up, everybody? Hey, round two, right bitch. Yeah, and they weren't ready for round two, and they came in and just swept through England. Yep. And, yeah, it removed Danish rule. Is there no better way to control yeah. a, a land than come in after the battle? Yeah, mm-hmm. you wait till they're all exhausted and fucked up. They're like, hey, what's up? Taking your lunch money. Ugh. And you're like, oh, shit. That's a funny And you just got stabbed ten times. Fighting the school bully over here, and you got stabbed at times. You're trying to live, and then someone's like, "Oh, my shit now!" Did something happen when you were a kid, Trevor? You seem to be taking this out on a school bully pretty hard. I had a, <laughs> a few bullies, but that was that was in the '90s. Trevor got rolled. Somebody rolled Trevor around in the dirt, and they're like, "Eat dirt!" And you're like, "I don't want to." <laughs> no, I was usually the kid that would throw a bully's like head into the metal bench, so I had to go to the principal's office a few times. I uh, know. So. I grew up in a different time when you couldn't uh, just beat someone up anymore. Yeah, no, the '90s. Chris knows, like, you could. Yeah, I, I just if someone they attacked you me, I had fights a lot more, but you got punished just the same. Yeah. But at least you got to like, the bully would generally stop afterwards. Yeah. Like the guy that I like fucked up his face, or another dude I kicked his teeth out, another dude like stabbed him with a branch. Like they didn't fuck with me anymore. They stopped bullying me. It worked. Yeah, I had to go to the office. Yeah, my parents were like, "What are we gonna do with you?" What Trevor don't know is that all those guys were imaginary, and he was just hitting kids that were fucking in. We're <laughs> so stabbing kids that didn't deserve it. Weirdly enough, Where one of my most my violent mind? friends from my childhood, uh, when I was, uh, someone I knew, uh, went to high school with, was very close friends with, uh, he was super violent and got into lots of fights when he was in elementary school and stuff, Hell and yeah. he programs like robots for the uh, aerospace industry now, so just goes to show you that you can still fight and kick ass and still go on to do whatever the fuck you want. Oh, dude, there's some of the baddest people I know are smart as fuck. Oh, yeah. 
Brains and brawn go together. Eh, not always. I, not I'll admit, always. I got, I, sometimes when I'm at my strongest, I'm at my stupidest. But sometimes it does, though. Sometimes you're just... Maybe in the right mood, man. Maybe mm-hmm. you're just like fucking Iron Man all of a sudden. Like, I'm smarter and I can kick everyone's ass. Boom. Let's go. I remember getting into this fight at a party one time. What ended up happening was these kids had bullied me when I was in school, like when I was in ninth grade or something. But I was like out of high school at this point, just graduated basically. And this dude had been doing dick with his life. And he was at his cousin's birthday party and he was talking shit to people. So he told me to leave the party and I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'm out of here. <laughs> That's fine. So as I'm leaving, I go to my car and realize that I locked my keys in the car. <laughs> so he comes out, he's like, you better get your ass out of here. And I'm like, I'm fucking trying to leave this shit ass place. So uh, this was with Angelo. Oh, and uh, yeah, what ended up happening was... Uh, I wasn't getting in my car. They were, like, coming over to fight us. They were just screaming at us. And I was like, all right, fuck it. So I go over because the guy's walking towards me, and his brother comes up and sucker punched me. And I just take the brother and start fighting. And while I'm doing this, Angelo's over fighting, like, three dudes at once and shit. He's holding his ground. And while I'm fighting the brother on the floor, uh, the littler guy who's the bully was just stomping on my back. I couldn't feel anything because I was so pumping adrenaline. I'm the foot, bitch. Yeah. You're stepping on you when you're fighting So we got into this big fight. Eventually, it got broken up. And through the whole thing, his girlfriend, the guy who was the bully's girlfriend, was all pissed off because she had just bought a car and we scratched the shit out of the car. Because when the guy hit me, I grabbed him and I dragged his ass across the car. And I just left a big scrape down it. And she was like, what about my car? I was like, bitch, I don't give a fuck about your car. I don't know where that story was going, but it was fucking ridiculous. Long story short, people, careful out there. The world's filled with crazy shit. Absolutely. Well, it's great having you here, Michael. Absolutely. First man, time on the great. podcast, man. It's fucking it's exciting to have you. You about ready to play us out, bro? Yep. All right, do it. been great. We're signing out here. Trevor and Chris, out.